Hey guys, welcome back. This is Angela Bless and I am your host with Real Talk with Angela Bless. I pray that everyone is having an amazing day. Um, if you're in Florida, it's hot. It's hot with the H-O-T-T. Hot. It is very hot. So I pray that everyone that's looking for, I always say apartments or houses because I know how the housing market is going right now. But listen, when we're under God's law and his grace, God will take care of us. He will supply our every need whenever we or whatever we ask for it you know but sometimes it don't come when we want it it comes when he wanted or at the right time um so um i want to do a topic today called adversity and why i wanted to do adversity because sometimes and i see a lot of people going through stuff with like myself and i've been talking about this for a couple months now that when things rise up sometimes we don't know what to do we usually um, retreat or we usually like allow our emotions to get the best of us or we allow other people to come in and, and speak to us and cause us to be detoured the wrong way. In many cases, sometimes a lot of people get a lot of things swept from under their feet and they don't know how to react to it because they're so used to um, depending on other people or their mother or their father when they're no longer here. They don't have um, a spine, to, uh, a backbone to lean on, which you're supposed to lean on God and 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 not only i'm not using the word independent but you're supposed to know how to do things and people should be your last result that you go to get help from but at the end of the day we all need help we need the right people to talk to we need the right friends um to speak with you know um the month of may is mental um mental health awareness month and there's a lot of things going on in, in the world and i just read about a cheerleader she was going through so much since she's been young she's been fighting with depression then she lost her battle with depression she committed suicide Guys, if you guys are facing that point in your life that you're so down, out, and deep, please talk to somebody. Please. I have faced death so many, a few times. I have seen heaven. I have seen the beauty of heaven, and I have seen hell, because there is a hell from my experience, for what I have saw with um, near-death experience I have been through. But I thank God that he was able to snatch me back you know, because I, you know, I was, I was a mess. I was a wreck, but my, my heart goes out to anyone that's dealing with any mental illness or the spirit of mental illness, the, the mind, body, and the spirit, the spirit that's trying to cause you to do things because the enemy only comes in and kills, still and destroy. That's all. That's his main job is to whisper in your ears, to get you to do something or whisper in your ears, to get you to tour off your path or to whisper in your ear, to tell you that God is not coming or he's not doing those things, which that's a lie. Um, so I put up um, this article, uh, it, it called six um, kinds of adversity and how to overcome them. And I want to try to keep the podcast under, um, uh, 15 minutes. Um, I'm gonna try, but I really think it's going to be a little longer because it can help a lot of people, including myself, because, you know, I'm sitting up here and I'm facing, um, a lot of stuff and I'm actually doing a lot of stuff. So in order for me, in order for me to reconstruct and do a lot of things that I'm about, what's going on, it's going to take place that has already taken place. It's going to really touch a lot of lives and, you know, at the end of the day. So you have, um, this article I'm reading, I told you, keepspring.me. I'm going to piggyback off it. This article says kinds of um, adversity to overcome them, uh, physical adversity. Uh, sometimes people go through life issues that um, you play in sports and so forth and um, uh, an accident occur. If you hear any noise, I'm outside again, guys. I'm not in the studio because I 
had some things I do, so I had to come and record and make sure you guys get this message. Physical disability is most obvious example of physical adversity. The quarterback who breaks his spine during a football game is suddenly struck and uh, stuck in a wheelchair, faces a number of new challenges and changes to the way he lives his life. There are less um, domestic, um, dramatic <laughs> but, uh, types of physical adversity as well as handicaps like chronic pain, uh, obesity, force people to fight to achieve a sense of to live their life the right way. Whether you're unable to exercise how, um, excuse, I'm sorry, exercise how they want to. Have to more carefully monitor their health and or have to deal with other limitations most of us will never know. Those who some type of physical adversity face burials that are not easy to overcome. What can people do to handle their uh, specific situation other than seeking, you know, cures and so forth like that? Priority should first be by, um, oh, sorry, it's bugs out here. First be put on a coming to terms with condition, a sub that is part of your life, at least for now, and that you will be facing struggles that most others won't. Don't obsess over how it, it is not fair. Rather, learn to live with adversity without feeling about um, bitter. Uh, on the same note, you need to constantly take good care of yourself, whatever steps you can take to manage your health physically. Otherwise, you should take regular exercise and a healthy diet and positive thinking are all necessary components to doing well. So physical um, disability is an adversity because I a couple times I have um, sprung my Achilles or, you know, I had a small tear. And I had to put my feet in a boot. So, you know, with me, if, if you know me, I'm always running around doing stuff. Um, I'm telling you, when I had to stay off my feet for six weeks, I felt so helpless. I did feel handicapped. I wanted to get up and go. But if I would have took that boot off too soon, I would have injured my, my, probably ripped my Achilles to the point that I would have to do surgery. And so at that point, I had to... <laughs> I, I was handicapped. I had to wear just one shoe. My kids was wearing my other sh- my, my my shoes that I couldn't put on. And then, you know, I tried to take the boot off and walk on my own board. Baby, listen, mm-mm, I couldn't do it. I had to put that boot back on. But we, you know, a lot of us go through the, the uh, disability adversity and we feel down and overwhelmed and we don't want to do anything and we want to feel sorry for ourselves. But that's not the case. We shouldn't do that. We should do what we can do one step at a time. Because if you sit there and just murmur and just want to stay there, then you, you you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna it deplete it defeats the purpose of you being alive on this earth. Whether you have one leg, two legs, no arms, mouth, hands, or whatever, you're here on this earth for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Don't give up because things are not going the way you want them to go. And I'm talking to myself too because I had my life all planned out. You know, I had everything planned out how I was gonna do this and do this, and then whammy, I got a whammy. Bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Maybe not the term they use. I use the wrong term. Uh, me- mental adversity. Just like physical handicap might limit you, so can mental problem. Being properly treated by a physician um, is obviously um, critical managing your mental health. But there are steps you need to take beyond going to the doctor. If you're dealing with mental anguish routines or your friend, Get in a pattern of waking up, exercising, especially taking your medication, if you take medication, at the same time of the day. 
Uh, another key aspect of handling mental health problems is to never give up on the idea of getting better. Things can be rough for a while, sometimes quite a while, but there's always something new you can try to improve your well-being. Work with a doctor on adjusting your medication, adding supplements, keep trying different kinds of uh, routines, exercise, talk to somebody that you know, um, and, um, and just be comfortable around people. Because your mental health is very important these days, you know. Sometimes we get to the point that we, we get pulled so back into the darkness that we don't want to talk talk to um, anyone. But at the end of the day, we have to find people that we trust and that we can learn how to communicate with, so that we don't we don't just hurt ourselves or harm ourselves or try to take someone down with us. You know, emotional adversity. Most of us desperately need to learn how to have our feelings without letting them overcome us. Emotional maturity, maturity, maturity <laughs> comes from experience and affects state of mind. Those who don't have the mature, maturity faced with difficulties in life are very common, very harmful problems for people to uh, develop uh, to, for themselves. And those individuals need to learn how to improve their self-worth. Any emotion that can overwhelm us enrage. Schools don't teach you how to forgive, even if you they should. You have to figure that out for yourself or find guidance somewhere else. Every emotion, is not, no matter how fierce, can be tamed. Learn to tame yours, your thoughts, yours through the resources available for you guys. And also, sometimes we got to be slow to speak and quick to listen. We don't have to, we don't have to react to everything. We need to learn how to choose our, our, our battles wisely. Most of the time, it'd be our fault because we run into things. We run into things not praying or asking God, is this the way or this is what he wants us to do in life. So, you know, we got to strengthen ourselves. So I'm going to switch over to this other article. Let's face it. If life can be hard sometimes, perhaps it may seem for us to like it's hard at all times. We would love to think that God's freedom would mean that affliction would never happen again, but that is not the case. God never promised that he would completely remove afflictions or hardships from us. What he did promise is that he be there to strengthen us and walk us walk with us through it all. God wants to give us strength in adversity. He wants to teach us how to thrive and to be overcomers, not victims and survivors of our circumstances. And that's true. Sometimes we got to ask for peace while we're going through situations. You know, I know with me, it's an amount of things that I'm waiting on, that I am waiting on, that I'm waiting on for him to open the doors for, for me for. That is already open. But in some cases, you know, you sit there and be like, okay, is this really going to happen? When now? Not now or not this way, but what way? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's hard. I, you know, because at times you do want to give up. At times you want to be like, what's the use? You know, at times we want to be like the children of Israel. Like I said, I'd be complaining, Murphy. You know, you brought us way out here. You got feet. You know, it's hot. It's cold. You know, he loved us to die. We're going to make these things to celebrate. <laughs> but, you know, it's not the case. It, it, it makes us stronger. Once we overcome him, once we run this race, once we get to the finish line, it's for a reason. He's preparing us to go higher and higher where he's trying to position us and shift us where we need to be at. But if we continue to hold on to pride and being angry and, and bitter and, and, and walking around with like a four-year-old child with our hands crossed and pouting, then you, it's no growth there. You're going to be taking that test for the next 40 years. 
you know, you don't want that. Father God has compassion towards us in adversity. Any parent would love to keep their child sheltered from any adversity and harm. Yet a wise parent knows that in order for that child to be able to thrive in a falling world, they are going to have to learn how to overcome adversity challenges in a proper, healthy way. Father God is the same, yet it, it still hurts his heart when we are hurting. We can see this evident in the story of Lazarus. Oh, my favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite ones. Where Jesus wept with those he loved who were grieving over Lazarus' death. Even though he was already planning on raising Lazarus up from the dead, God not hard-hearted towards us. He does not use adversity as a form of punishment, but rather an opportunity to to strengthen in our, our relationship with him. We get to choose whether or not we will participate with him through it. And that's what I was saying. We either going to pray and seek him even harder or we're going to retreat. Um, through the things that I was going through, um, you know, these past six months, it's been times that I sat down and like, I'm not going to pray. What's the use? You know, I'm just speaking. I'm just telling you my testimony. Or I wouldn't pick up my Bible because I was mad at God, you know, because, I, you know, why am I keep going through this? You know, I was like, I, I left the abusive relationship only to allow only to jump in when COVID came and shut everything down. And then when COVID shut everything down, lost the job, you know, I'm like, what was the use? You know, and then the enemy was telling me you should go back. No, I shouldn't go back because I'm alive and I want to stay alive. I don't need that type of toxicity, toxic relationship in my life that was damaging and that very well could have killed me. That would have killed me if I would have stayed there. It would have. And so, you know, um, with other people help, the right people, I'm able to do this thing day by day, you know, even speaking and talking to God and being honest with him how I feel and what's going on in my life. You should do the same thing, you know. He knows the desires of our heart. And sometimes why, I don't know, he takes certain times or, you know, I know he said that his ways is not always our ways. Our ways are not his ways, you know. And he's on time, guys. He's a just God. He's a righteous God. You know, but at the end of the day, you're going to come out this really amazing. For those of you guys that lost a lot of stuff, let me explain something to you. When you come out of this, you're going to get triple whatever you lost from this. You know, for those of you that are seeking uh, marriages, you're gonna, and you, you left that toxic relationship alone to get healed, to deliver, he's gonna, you're going to bump into the right person. You just continue to do what you got to do, continue to work in until you bump into God send that person your way as children of God uh, is um, is very important for us to develop a meek and humble teachable spirit so that we can truly seek the Lord and receive his instructions and guidance whenever adversity adversity challenge or hardship arises the enemy will be right there to bring accusation against God just like I said ourself or others he'll try to bring bitterness and offense to cause division and more brokenness he'll bring a fear a fear of guilt shame and condemnation condemnation to make us believe that we deserve it and to fall under the weight of it all he can also bring in rejection and self-pity to make us believe that God or others don't care about us and to glue us into the state of misery and hopelessness. And I almost fell to that. I almost fell for his plan, but I had to snap out of it. I had to literally snap out of it. And that's me on the swing if you hear that. His tactics are endless, yet in, the, in every negative situation, we have a choice. Or we, or who, 
we are going to listen to, who is going to be our source in the moment of situation. The enemy will always come when we are most vulnerable, so we can't afford to try to deal with it ourselves. We need an advocate. We need to get a, um, the right people or for someone greater who sees the whole big picture and can help us truly overcome adversity. And the enemy is nothing. He's he's just like a predator. Whatever situation you may be facing, he's he's watching. He's kneeling down. He's waiting for you to curse your blessing. He's waiting for you to curse the blessing that's coming. So that will stop forth the angel for ministering, for bringing the word what God has already told you he's going to do for you. At the end of the day, you know, we got to... Man, we, we really have to go in this heart because if we don't have the word of God in our heart, we don't have a relationship with Christ, it's, it's useless. It's useless. We definitely have a sign and we have people that's waiting on us that we have to talk to. But at the end of the day, for many of you guys that are faced adversity, maybe you lost multiple family members in a few months. Maybe you, you know, your, your children's fathers passed away or... Even the mother of your children is acting funny and wants you to see the children or vice versa. Whatever you may be going through, I'm telling you to pray. Seek God. Tell him what you need. Use those scriptures. Dispatch your angels. And I'm telling you, everything's going to be worth it. He never told us it's going to be easy. I thought it was, but he never did. Uh, strength and adversity depends on our source. And adversity, the source that we go to, will determine what we come out with at the end. If we agree with the enemy in any area, we will come out with more bondage, often a broken heart, discouragement, oppression, um, heaviness, etc., etc., But if we make God our source, if we go to him as our safe place, refuge, and seek his heart, and we will come out more mature and walking in good fruit of godly thinking, having developed strength in, in adversity. In James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8, describes God's uh, perspective on temptation and adversity. Notice that how there is no judgment or condemnation for falling into temptation, but rather encouragement of the attitude we can have in order to pull ourselves out on the other side better off than we were before. My brother, count it all joy when we fall into diverse temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patient, but let patient have her perfect work that you may be perfect entire wanting nothing that's james chapter one verse two and four amazing 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 that's amazing so we're gonna uh we're gonna try to close it out we are not victims we are overcomers so we're gonna i'm gonna close this out so i'm gonna close this i'm gonna read a few more to help you guys out just amazing if you want to look this up because this is amazing um this is this one is hope what's this one strength and adversity beinghealth.com it's called beinghealth.com this is amazing though uh strong definition we're gonna so no longer are we victim in circumstances people feeling uh disease all at once we become children of God. We are taking a step of faith to the next level up in our maturity and overcoming self-pity. Yes, indeed. God prepares us help. Uh, God is that God prepares us and help us in the battle. King David describes how God strengthens him and prepares him for battle. 
and then helps him to defeat his enemies and challenge that his face challenges that he faces to overcome adversity we know because in Ephesians 6 and 12 the enemies will no face uh in Ephesians 6 and 12 that the enemies we now face are not people but rather satan and his kingdom trying to work through us and others and that is true we for we wrestle not against flesh and blood people but against principalities against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places ephesians 6 chapter 6 verse 12 and, and, and you got to remember that we're not fighting human form it's a spiritual thing they always have mental health physical disability you know and so on is a is a spiritual thing it's a spiritual thing and we can overcome it we can overcome it i was just talking to one of my friends and she was going through something else dealing with her health and i'm going through other i'm doing something else and she was saying that how um i want to read the the finance adversity we're going to talk about the spiritual adversity then i'm going to read about the financial adversity and then we're going to end it and from there and the guys there's mosquitoes out here too but anyway she felt like she said she felt like she useless because you know she went to the doctor and um they couldn't find anything wrong with her i said it's a spiritual thing i said you weren't the only one going through something we was going through different thorn in our in our thigh in our side but sometimes god will leave that thorn in there and our job is to focus on what he has called us to do. He still gives us peace with, within the situation we're in. But if we can focus on that thorn in our thigh, it's going to continue to hurt even the more. And then we're going to try to pick at it and get it affected in disease when he say he has us. And we won't even worry about the pain on our side when we continue to focus on his word and helping others and doing what he called us to do. You know. One of the most obvious kinds of uh, adversity is when you don't have money to afford a certain lifestyle. That is no quick way to go from rags to riches, but there are steps you can take to improve your financial well-being. Well, yes, that is. You can win the lottery. I mean, I'm going to tell you that, but I'm going to jump off of that because you can't win the lottery. But you got to learn how to save. You got to learn how to manage your money. You got to learn how to... um, put up um, twice as much as your rent and so forth you know they got classes out there that can help you guys to budget and then so forth like that and I told you guys I would not keep y'all long I'm gonna read the last one I'm gonna read the last one because I'm looking for the one okay so strength and adversity requires keeping your eyes on the prize he wants us to keep our eyes on the prize the prize is hope and love and that is grown in our hearts by the holy spirit as romans 5 5 chapter 5 verses 5 that will sustain us in this part of our journey on the earth and then there is also an internal reward that we find at the end of hebrews 12 but you are i mean but you are coming to mount sion and unto the city of living god the heavenly jerusalem um, and an immortable company of angels to gather assembly in the church of the firstborn which are written in heaven and to God and to God the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of the sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel wherefore we receive in the kingdom of which cannot be moved let us have grace whereby we be moved, may serve God of uh-uh. I need to read a new King James verse, but you know what I'm saying. God is but without 
reference and God of fear and godly fear. Um, God wants us to get internally in our our thinking and our perspective. He wants us to see the whole bit picture of what He's growing us up into preparing us for. We may be tempted to resist the pains of growing strength in adversity to try to escape it, but when we press into Him and allow Him to do His work in our hearts and on our behalf and in any situation, He will be able to bring. Sorry, guys, a car out there absolutely best for our lives and eternal future and so for now i need to go in the studios for now after this but listen guys when faced with adversity comes up you got to know when adversity will ever rise god is preparing you for something just pass the test learn from the lesson learn what you need to learn while you're in that season don't be like me what i used to, was doing pouting complaining murmuring and, and just giving the enemy permission to do whatever he would want to do because I was speaking nothing out of my tongue now I know better so I do better you know what I'm saying don't give up if you're dealing with any type of issue that may cause you to have self-harm or cause you to just don't want to be around nobody pray still seek God dispatch your angels around you they're they're there for they're there to protect you to lift you up read Psalms 91 and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, nothing's too hard for God. It may seem like it's hard for us. God can do the impossible. He could do anything but fail you. He's a man of his word. He word. He would not go back on his word. If he told you he's going to do that, that's what he's going to do. If you guys know my story, if you know what I'm going through, you'll be like, wow, really? All of that? Yes. And for me, and encourage yourself. Sometimes you're not going to really, really have people that encourage you, but you got to learn how to encourage yourself. You got to learn how to forgive. You got to learn how to live. You got to learn how to, 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 to be mindful of other people, how other people are feeling about you, because that's not your problem. Your job is to continue to work and walk the walk of faith and continue to spill love onto this world and do what you do best. You know, don't die with your talents. Don't die with those talents. Share your talents. Do what you're supposed to do and so forth. So guys, this is Angela Bless. I approve this message and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Love you guys. Bye.